Welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. I help the everyday woman grow her mindset and spirituality in her daily life in order to break comparison to the Instagram perfect lifestyle. Join me as we navigate the stress and anxiety of our daily routines and reclaim our power to cultivate our most authentic life. Let's start romanticizing the mundane together. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everyone. And for those who are new here, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast where it's me, Allie. I am a middle school social studies teacher who's been on a mindset journey. Uh, so I've been struggling with anxiety and I've been sharing my mindfulness journey as I learn things through therapy, self-development books, and I have been bringing on amazing life coaches and different types of guests to also share their insights on their mindset journeys and how to help others get to their most authentic self. So if you're joining us, hi, hello, welcome. We are so happy to have you here. And for my veteran growth mindset gang, hello, you know the drill. How's it going? How you feeling? How we doing? We are starting our week off strong on our Mindful Mondays, and I am so, so super excited for you guys to listen to this episode today. But before I get into that, thank you guys so, so much for all the wonderful, amazing support. Keep DMing me the impact the podcast has on your mindset journey. I'm absolutely loving it. It makes my heart so full. Follow me on Spotify, rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts so more people can get exposure to our great mindset journey that we're all going through together with the Growth Mindset Gang community. It means the absolute world. Thank you for tagging me in your stories. Keep on doing that. Also keep showing our guests some love and they have such amazing flipping services. Like the life coaches that have been on here have been so great and I love every single guest that has come on with their amazing insights. So again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for subscribing reviewing <laughs> the lovely support and i am just so proud of us of where this community has grown into the what this podcast has grown into so i'm just so grateful and thankful for the wonderful growth mindset gang thank you for listening there's plenty of <laughs> mindset podcasts out there and i'm glad and so super thankful that you chose to tune into this one and there was not a new episode last monday during um the february break so let me give you some scoop some inside scoop before we get into our episode today so friday to tuesday of last week during the february break i went upstate with the growth mindset guy nate we went to go visit his family who lives in albany and on top of that we went on two apartment tours in the albany area because as many of you guys know who have been listening that Nate and I are planning on moving to um, the Albany area this summer. So I've been on the job hunt. And, and on top of that, now we are on the apartment hunt. And we are pretty sure we found the apartment complex that we would really love to move into. And it is such an amazing, like when I walked, talk about energy. Like this is when you know something is for you. Like I used to get this advice from people who when I was looking for colleges, they were always like, when you step onto that campus, you know, in your gut, like this is where you're supposed to go. And so I felt that same thing of when I stepped onto the apartment complex, like 
Nate and I were like, this is, this is where we're supposed to live. Like the energy feels right. And it's literally on the Hudson river. So I'm by water guys, <laughs> you know, as a Long Islander, I need my biggest fear with moving upstate. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say biggest fear, but like one of the things I was like, oh my God, I'm not gonna be near water. What am I gonna do with myself? Because like I lived on an island my whole life. I've always within 15, 20 minutes of water and water is so calming to me, which is kind of interesting because like I'm an air sign, but beyond all that, anywho, sidetracked. But we got a tour of an apartment there and we are third on the wait list. And we said we would obviously wouldn't be available until June, like the summer, because my school year needs to end. And it was just such an amazing, wonderful experience. And I could feel the internally and intuitively, I, when I was at that apartment complex, I could feel the next chapter of our lives evolving, which was such like a calming and serene and like knowing feeling. And there was no, when I was, it's actually crazy, this apartment complex, not only is it on the Hudson, but there's like a cafe and a bunch of little stores like connected to it. And so one of the mornings we sat in the cafe just to get like the vibe, which was an adorable cafe. And of course I was having my coffee, we had some bagels, which were pretty good. And Nate had his tea and we're sitting there and we're just like taking it all in. And it was this knowing of this is where we're gonna live for the next year or so. And that's the moment when I realized I was like, oh, the difference between fear and anxiety and then a knowing and intuition, because people always ask, oh, how do I know it's not my anxiety and it's intuition or vice versa? When you have a feeling of dread and fear on something, that's your anxiety and overthinking. But when there's the intuitive knowing that you're supposed to be somewhere or do something, it's this insane like calming and like completeness and acceptance it's a completely different feeling and you like you don't understand it until you actually feel it because people can say that till they're boom the face and like i still don't know the difference but once you actually yourself feel the difference it was insanity so we were sitting in the cafe and i was like oh my god i can see myself see us living here with for the next year or two give or take because we want to be there for like maybe two years tops and then go find a start at home so like hashtag adulting am i right so it was like a really great experience and it was a beautiful time and feeling to just realize that like i am creating a new chapter for my life and it's something that i desire to do and stepping away from what i think i should do and what i think is right and people pleasing of where I should live so I can please other people and things like that. But realizing, no, like Nate and I are going to create an amazing life here and it's for us and not anybody else, which was also a great feeling as a recovering <laughs> people pleaser. So there was no episode last week because that's what Nate and I were doing. And I'm also getting a lot of great insights on the job search, um, which I am super excited about. And once we get more into it, I'll give you guys more details, but things are looking really great. And I'm, I am in the mindset of like, things are going to fall into place. I'm going to do the things that I need to do and then not worry and just know the universe has my back. And I'm going to be open to all opportunities that the universe is going to present to me while the job search is going on in order to move upstate. And I'm just excited to also share that journey with you. And to pivot a little bit, the going upstate, 
also made Nate and I realize, okay, we need to kind of get our finances together because when we move upstate, you know, incomes might change a little bit. So let's start looking at our finances. And it did make me a little bit um, nervous and apprehensive, which is the same word as nervous, but (laughs) here we are. I'm a thesaurus. And so I was a little apprehensive about our finances and the shifting of incomes and all of those things. And I didn't like feeling like that. And I wanted to take more control over my money mindset. So that is why I have a wonderful guest on the pod today, Miss Jovi Agoy. And it's all about shifting your money mindset is what we're going to be diving into today. So Jovi Agoy is a money and manifestation coach. She works on also money mindset and manifestation together. She is a first-generation Asian-American whose mission is to build a wealth-conscious community of women. She teaches women how to create safely around money, manifest abundance with ease, and cultivate deep self-worth so they can reclaim their personal power. She helps her clients how to reprogram their money stories, heal generational trauma around money, and step into their most expansive selves so that they can build a long-term wealth from the inside out. And let me tell you, you guys, the conversation I had with Jovi today was so expansive, so amazing. And we dive into so many fears and scarcity surrounding money and finances, especially as women, and how to really find root and where those insecurities come from and then also how to overcome them and reclaim our power around our finances, take control of our finances and not be afraid to dive into the money realm and realize our true power. So we talk about so many amazing things. And one of the great things that I loved about Joey before we even dove into the interview, she did a moment of gratitude cleansing the space, setting intention for the interview, setting an intention for the conversation and the interview that we were going to have together. And it was just like a beautiful moment for me and her before I press record, just to sit there and set our intentions together, let our energies flow to each other. So that way we have a beautiful conversation that's going to help impact a lot of you wonderful women who are listening today. So I hope you guys enjoy and I'll see you on the other side. Hi, Growth Mindset Gang. I am so excited to share with you guys that we have another guest joining us today, Ms. Jovi Agoy. So Jovi, do you want to introduce yourself to the Growth Mindset Gang? Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Hello, everybody. My name is Jovi, and I am a money mindset and manifestation coach. I am a first-generation Asian-American And my mission is to help women and women of color to rewire their money mindset and heal generational trauma when it comes to money so that they can start building wealth, lasting wealth from the inside out. I love that. I think that's such an important conversation having, especially now, is especially from a woman's perspective, is we have as much financial power, I think, as we mostly ever had within modern history. And now we're realizing that we need to get up to date on our knowledge of our money, of our finances, of our mindset around finances. Because, I mean, you and I spoke about this before, a lot of women 
our perspective just throughout history is, well, I'm not a numbers girl. I don't really pay attention to the finances. That's usually to the male counterpart in the family, whether it's the father, whether it's the husband, whatever that it is. It was always money was a man's responsibility because of just mm-hmm. the way history has created society. But now I'm glad that we're starting to realize, oh, we can step into the power of finances and not really let the fear of, well, I don't really know. I'm not, I've even said that I'm not a numbers girl. I'm not math. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a finance gal. Like I'm better with words and stuff like that. And I think that's a story a lot of us women talk about just based on how we grew up, our culture, you know, our age and all of those things. So I think this is such an important conversation to have. And I'm so excited to dive in what we're going to talk about. And so I wanted to dive into our first question is how come there's such like um, a weird kind of taboo negative energy around money? Where did that come from, you think? So we have to understand that money is not just money. Money is energy. And the reason why there's such a disconnect with money, especially when it comes to women and women of color, is that it's not it's not something that we have been taught that was available for us for the longest time. It's only been recently that we have had access to having our own power towards our own finances Mm -hmm. less than 100 years and so it goes back to generations of believing the stories that we are not enough when it comes to handling our finances we are not to be trusted we can't trust ourselves with building wealth and that finances money abundance is not our birthright it's not something that should be available to us it's available to usually white cis hetero men Mm -hmm. that's usually the fact of it that's Again, we are living in a society, a patriarchal society. Sometimes my words are just like that. But (laughs) we live in a society where women are taught that this is not available to us Mm -hmm. and that we cannot trust ourselves when it comes to this. We fear it. We have the stories that, oh, I shouldn't even think about that because that's not even in my realm. That shouldn't be in my vortex. And there's so much shame and guilt when it's when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn first to forgive ourselves, not to be so hard on ourselves, because as women, we can be our our biggest bully, like the biggest mean girls Mm -hmm. to ourselves Mm -hmm. and be like, why aren't I good at money? Aren't I like getting this right away? Well, love, we haven't had the practice that our counterparts have had for generations. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, like we're so used to giving and especially for um, women, you know, we want to give, we want to de- over deliver and, and give the best, give the best of ourselves. And if we don't get it right, 
right away, there's something wrong with us. That goes back to the, we have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But but money is a relationship. Mm -hmm. And a relationship is not perfect. Especially if that relationship for the longest time was built on, oh, this imagine money as a person I like to tell this Mm -hmm. to my clients like imagine money as a person Mm -hmm. and for the longest time the type of relationship you've had was like you're not enough you're evil if I am with you and and I'm in a relationship with you I'm the worst version of myself Mm -hmm. and yet at the same time we're like well I want to be with you I want to I want to explore the world with you I want to you know, I know that we can build together. Money's gonna be like, which is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to be in a relation, a long-term committed relationship to you because, in one end, you're talking shit about me, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and on oh, the nice. other end, you're like, I want you, I desire you, but at the same time, you're pushing me away. Mm-hmm. So we have to remind ourselves that it goes back to starting to build a foundation maybe the foundation that we do have with money right now needs to be evaluated and reconstructed to a more stable relationship Mm -hmm. yeah I completely agree especially at the point where women having the access to money is very new like I I was always shocked when I learned that women couldn't even open up their own credit card without either their father or their husband's approval mm-hmm. until like the 1970s in the U.S. and I'm just like wait a minute what like the that's fact not that too long ago <laughs> it's li- that's within like our parents lifetimes grandparents lifetime it's relatively new so that's why I think from my own perspective is women we have such a tough time relating to money because we're always taught that doesn't belong to you and if you want to be mm-hmm. quote-unquote in your feminine energy that means that you're going to need to be with a man who is in his masculine energy and he's going to take care of everything. So that way you can be in your true feminine, which, you know, there's a little bit of both when you talk about those energies and it's like frowned upon if a woman is heavily in her masculine energy because she's associated with money. She runs her own business. She's very into structure and things like that because she's running her own business. She's the boss of something. She's a CEO of company, whatever that it is, or she's running a successful side hustle whatever that it is in in the playing field of the internet these days. And so I agree with you that it's often frowned upon when women are successful with money. And her power is always like around wealth is always questionable. How did she get all that money so fast? You know, it's always like, oh, <laughs> who's she sleeping with? Is she sleeping with the boss? How, do, how did she climb that, you know, company ladder or company hierarchy to be earning that much money? Or, you know, how could she have gained all those followers and started her own business? But when a man does it and he accumulates wealth, everyone's like, oh, he knows what he's doing. He's, you know, ambitious. He's assertive. He's, he knows what he's doing. He has a lot of knowledge. But when women do the same thing, like you said, it's often unfortunately frowned upon because of the stigma that surrounds women and money. So then if women are, you know, we're listening here, we're like, well, I want to shift my mindset around mm-hmm. money and around finances and start taking control over that situation, what would be some advice that you have for them? So for women, the biggest thing is to release the shame and the guilt. 
all of these beliefs, I'm not worthy. I'm not credible if I don't do, if I don't look a certain way, if I don't do things a certain way, if I don't follow a certain paradigm. Mm -hmm. It all goes back to, I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. I am not worthy of abundance. I am not worthy of money because money is not just money. Money is is associated with worthiness and it goes back to in our society we have been taught that we are not worthy enough mm -hmm. unless we check all the boxes we look perfect we speak a certain way we are nice girls we don't break the rules mm -hmm. and then maybe we'll get a cookie for being good Mm -hmm. we'll get we'll get credit for that and so in our minds we have been programmed to think unless I meet outside validation and all of these things then I'll be worthy of money then I'll be worthy of abundance of the life that I want then I'll be worthy to go after the dreams because it's more than just money Mm -hmm. It's knowing your worth, being grounded in your worth, and knowing that the only validation you need is yourself. Even when you don't, even when we don't give ourselves validation, there's this analogy that I love where the universe, like, ex think about like babies on a conveyor belt before they go onto Earth. Mm -hmm. The universe isn't like this baby is not worthy, this baby is worthy, this baby is worthy because it's a male, this baby is worthy because it's a female, this baby is not worthy because it's gonna later on realize that it ha it feels differently about its gender, sexuality, or whatever. The universe is like, all of y'all are worthy. Mm -hmm. And then we come into earth, and then we start, we start being programmed mm -hmm. with the beliefs of oh that's available to others but it's not available to me mm -hmm. it goes back to I am worthy simply because I exist mm -hmm. I am capable I mean we are more capable we are more resilient we are more intelligent we are more worthy more than we give ourselves credit because mm -hmm. I bet you that there's a lot of women right now who are listening who there are people who have told them you are amazing you are great and then at times I've learned how to I had to learn to reprogram this within myself will be like oh no but you don't know that you know I'm 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 not the best with my physical or you know mentally I'm not in the best state or or if for example we're like oh your outfit is so cute we're like oh yeah but then you know this old thing or I got this on sale right. instead of learning how to just receive <laughs> so thank you we, <laughs> we as women have forgot how to simply receive without giving without without um 
having to prove that we are worthy of what we're receiving without being like, oh, I have to look a certain way in order to receive. Mm -hmm. We are like, we're like, we kind of go into this function like, I don't understand what mm -hmm. abundance is available to me simply because I exist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like what yeah yes it once, is once you like reprogram yourself it's it's so beautiful because we do as women do limit ourselves based on the external things that are said to us and like you said before I completely agree with where as women in order to be validated we have to be extremely perfect but men in our society are taught oh it's okay to make mistakes you're growing whatever that it is and so a lot of the times women are afraid to own their worth because they're like, oh, but it's not perfect yet. I love that you talked about the the compliments where like we women, we do that all the time. Like, why can't we just take a compliment? Where someone says, oh, I love your outfit. We always say, oh, I got it on sale or, oh, you know, this whole thing. Or um, someone says, you know, oh, like, I love your makeup. You're like, oh, thanks. Like, I, I don't really know what I'm doing, but you know, mm -hmm. I'm glad it's, it's always something <laughs> like that where it's like, no, just like take, take the compliment. You know what I mean? So we're programmed to just not love ourselves and in order to be valuable we have to be mm. valuable to other people so then yeah. when we go into oh I want to you know have value in my finances and understand the finances we limit ourselves so much like I do it like I say like I don't I don't know how to budget I'm not good with numbers let me have you know my boyfriend do it he's you know in charge of all that or women always get the bad rap of like women are the shoppers or the spenders and men are the mm -hmm. savers and things like that that's just grown and tightly into our society that we live in and the jokes of oh women are buying stuff off Amazon they have to like hide the packages like so their husband doesn't see it it's like why though like why mm -hmm. is there that stereotype of women were the spenders men are the savers men are the ones that know about money and that are going to budget where it's okay that we take that responsibility as well it's okay that we're able to have finances to pay our own bills, our rent, our groceries, whatever that it is, car payments. It's okay to be that. And you're not less of a woman if you're able to financially take care of yourself. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I was taught from a young age that you need to be an independent woman and make your own money where of course there needs to be a lovely balance of it's okay to ask for help, but also yes, know how to take care of yourself. So now yeah. women are understanding, I need to know how to take care of myself financially. So that way yeah. I am able to take care of myself. And if a man walks into my life and he adds to my life, then that's okay too. But not to depend on a man, especially for finances. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. okay if not all women agree with that. And some women are like, no, I want to marry, you know, a husband and then, you know, be stayed home and have all the finances be taken care of by the husband. So that way you're home and you take care of the children. It's kind of whatever works for you. There's no right or wrong way to do it. But if women are listening and they're like, no, I want to take control of my finances. There's so many beautiful opportunities now for us to sit down and be like, you know what? I want to be in control of my finances. I want to know what's going on because essentially at the end of the day, money is freedom. It's financial freedom where if you control mm -hmm. your money and if you're very aware of your money, that you can use that. It's energy. I always, I remember when I learned that money and currency, it's a form of energy. So you can use it to build the life that you want instead of being afraid of it and limiting your life and kind of staying stuck where you are. So yeah. if 
women want to take control of their finances, right? They're sitting here, they're listening like, okay, I want to kind of step into the finance lens and kind of get my life together of, you know, to budget money or to save or to, you know, earn a passive income, whatever that it is that they want to take control of. What are some of the first, you know, very baby steps, because it's it is very new for all of us. What are some baby steps that women can take to start controlling their finances? So the first thing, especially when you're starting, mm-hmm. is to know what your true why is. Mm-hmm. This is a really important thing. And what I mean about that is not the surface level type of whys where these are great whys, but they're not attached to a bigger vision, not attached like if things go bad, you're you're gonna lose motivation type, some type of superficial whys are like, I want to invest, I want to save, I want to pay off my debt, I want to buy a certain experience, I want to buy my new car, home, things like that. Those are great. But then your true why Mm -hmm. is like, why do you really want that? Why do you really desire to have more money in your life? your true why is going to is going to tie back into you knowing your worth mm-hmm. you knowing that you deserve it you are worthy of it simply for existing that it's available to you your true why is going to pull you like no matter what happens in your life life happens and it's going to be like I'm going to have a relationship with money that feels safe, that feels expansive, that I feel sexy, I feel empowered. That's what your true why is going to feel. And something that you can do is journal. Mm -hmm. Start asking yourself first, like, why do I want more money? And for example, something that comes up, maybe, maybe it starts with one of those whys. I want to learn how to invest my money. Mm-hmm. why is that important because I want multiple streams of income mm-hmm. well why is that important mm-hmm. because I want to be able to afford whatever I want to afford mm-hmm. and not have to worry about it well why mm-hmm. ask yourself until probably like seven times mm-hmm. it's called the seven levels deep mm-hmm. because what happens is for depending on the person the first three to five, you know, depending on how ingrained your Mm -hmm. scarcity mindset is, is that we're so focused on the logical, we have like the curated answers that we have. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to switch to heart led, heart centered questions. And then later on, you keep asking yourself and you're like, because I want to learn how to have a relationship with money that feels safe, that feels expansive, that I feel like I'm giving gifts when I'm paying my bills. I feel like I'm so grateful and I'm I'm becoming a better version of myself, circulating to the community. I can donate and invest in businesses that align to me. Why is that important? Because I want to be living a life 
that feels fulfilling, mm-hmm. that is on my design, that I don't do things because money determines it, whether I do something or not. I'm not operating out of fear. I'm operating from my worthiness, from groundedness. Mm-hmm. And you see the difference from just the beginning. It's like, well, shit, <laughs> some powerful shit. Uh-huh. And you can start from that. And when you know your why, how it all plans out, whether you start with with um, watching TikTok videos mm-hmm. or free content or podcasts or going to the library and reading a book or whatever it is or signing up for a course. I was going to say, there's coaching courses all around, yeah. Or whatever it is, allowing yourself to be supported, be Mm -hmm. seen and seeing yourself like, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom, whether you are working, it is having the type of relationship with money that feels the most aligned to you so that you can design a life that's the most abundant and fulfilling Mm -hmm. to you Mm -hmm. and if you keep avoiding money Mm -hmm. avoiding that part of yourself you are denying the part of yourself that is attached to abundance Mm -hmm. that is that is grounded in your worthiness you're you're cutting yourself off from that and You want to be oh, an ebb of flow of abundance flowing out from you, abundance coming in from you. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful because we do live as a society, I mean, both men and women, we live in a very money scarcity mindset because we always fear there's not enough money and wealth to go around. And I think it's heavily to do with just the economic system that we have, capitalism, where, you know, you have these billionaires, millionaires on top with the top 1% and then everybody else. So we have the subconscious mindset that we don't even realize of that there is this heavy scarcity mindset where I need to save, 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 and not spend a dime and not do anything. Or it's the complete opposite where like, no, I want to spend the money because, you know, people a lot of times use money as vices to buy things that they need, you know, to cope with stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of all over the place. We're very lost with money because we're not clear on what we want to use that wealth for. And I love that you talked about the seven levels deep, because once you get clarity, I mean, with anything else in life, once you get clarity on what do you want to use that wealth for, Mm-hmm. Then you start to realize that you have access to that abundance mm-hmm. because we're so scared of losing money and you should have things tucked away, which is true. You should have savings account and all those things. But like anything else, there should be a balance of there's money that I save, right? For example, like I'm saving up money in my savings account because I eventually want to buy a house. And then there's the opposite end of, oh, but I also want to use money to invest, Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's also money I want just simply for myself. And there's nothing wrong with that, that, you know, I want to have money so I can enjoy vacations, you know, little self-care, get my nails done, things like that. And that there's nothing wrong with it. Use it for shopping. You want to buy new clothes. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to do all of those things with money. That's what money is for. It's for all of those things where if you live in a, a life that you're so scared of money and what money can do or 
a lot of us grew up with, oh, money is the root of all evil. Like people are greedy. Mm -hmm. That's what leads to all the evil in the world and all the rich people are evil and things like that. You carry that energy with money. And I mean, I feel like like the universe, money is a mirror. So if you fear money, the opportunities to gain wealth, you, you like you said, you cut off yourself from that. But mm -hmm. if you see money as a tool in your life, because that's how in my money journey, I'm starting to say like, no, money is not this evil thing. It's a tool I can use to build the life that I want to live. Right. Mm -hmm. And so once you see it as a tool for building the life that you desire, then all of a sudden you open up your mindset to all different money opportunities that you were not expecting that could happen to you. And I mean, the reality is, we live in a world that a lot of us are two income households at this point. And we live in a world where a lot of us, you know, depending on what your job is, I mean, specifically I as a teacher, like you need to get that second income. And you know what? Like it's people are like, no, I don't want to get a second income. But there's so many ways now to gain a second form of income or supplemental income because of the internet, because of the resources that we have. And a lot of us didn't want to get a second job because we didn't want to go somewhere else to, you know, go work at another store or a restaurant. But now we have, again, when you're looking at it from an abundance point of view, maybe, yeah, you need to do a supplemental income because that's just life and inflation in the United States these days. That's just our economy at the moment. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't be something you fear that you have to get a second income. It could be, oh, well, now I can use, you know, people have, the internet, social media, podcasting, brand deals, da, 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 like influencing um, Etsy shops where people can just, you know, make amazing things and sell them. Like it's, yeah, you may have to get a second income, but there's so many beautiful, more fun ways mm -hmm. now to get that second income. And we shouldn't really be afraid of it. And, you know, living paycheck to paycheck is not a life that you want to live, but I mean, if you have to get that second income so you don't live paycheck to paycheck, there's no shame in that either that if you want to make, you know, more money to, um, you know, financially support yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. So if women are listening right now and they're like, well, I like everything that we're saying and they're, they're nodding, they're listening, they're like, oh, all these things sound really, really great. But unfortunately, throughout our lives and just throughout history, women have a very broken relationship and trust with money, right? Mm -hmm. So how can then women start to get rid of that negative energy of like money's the root of all evil, or I don't have access to money like men do, or I don't have the skill set to even dive into finances? How can they rebuild their trust around money? I'm going to be really honest, and this could hurt some egos. Go ahead. This is where Coach Joby comes in, mm -hmm. and it comes with love. You need to start taking responsibility over your life. Mm -hmm. And stop blaming everything outside of yourself, because there's so many things that are not in our control. Mm -hmm. Inflation, the government, taxes, what the politicians do, a leadership in the in our governments, etc. Mm. You know, world disasters, all of these. And if we focus on everything that's going outside of ourselves, that's where our energy is going to go. What you focus on grows. Mm -hmm. And in order to build trust with money, you need to start, we need to start building trust with ourselves. 
building trust with ourselves means, oh, I want to know my why. Okay, let me let me start with figuring out what is my why. Start journaling that. I want to have a relationship with money. Well, building trust with yourself with money, becoming the type of person that money can trust. Because we put so much expectation on money. We're like, hey, you got to do all the work. Make me trust you. And it's a relationship. Money is like, honestly, I've been showing up in different ways in your life, in different forms of abundance. You know, have we ever had someone do something that was out of kindness, a friend give us a gift, or we happen to want like, uh, we want to buy an outfit. And then when we go into the store, the online store or the physical store, there was suddenly a sale of 50% off, mm-hmm. or, or we found money in the ground, or, you know, our boyfriend or spouse or family helped us with groceries or send us money those are different forms that money comes to us it doesn't only have to be your income Mm -hmm. it can be forms of support it can be so many different ways that we're so closed off to it Mm -hmm. that we cut like we're blind to it Mm -hmm. and money has been showing us you can trust me I come Mm -hmm. I come to you in different ways Mm -hmm. money now we need to start becoming the person that money can trust money is like well this is a relationship can I trust can I trust to be in your vortex do you want me in your vortex can you take care of me do you um when we are I don't even really like saying budgeting I like saying being intentional with your money I like that better, yeah. and being intentional with your energy. So instead of budgeting, I said, hmm, how can I be more intentional? Because money likes to know where it's going. Are we putting it in different, it, putting it and distributing it, circulating it in a way that we're aware, that feels good, that feels aligned to us, that is helping us build a life that we want? Mm-hmm. Because it's not just about the present self. Again, with the consumer society, we're like, we want microwave results. We want it. I want to feel good right now. I'm stressed. So I want to be, I want it to be right now. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but then it can be, how about if we learn to develop, you can be wealthy now. Mm-hmm. and wealthy later take care of yourself now and make sure that you're also looking out for your future self hey growth mindset gang have you ever been super overwhelmed anxious or stressed in your life due to maybe your job your relationships your friendships your family and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out. I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so 
I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing, right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone and they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress because you guys know we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life and talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy the services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. So I'm loving that you said that money doesn't just come from our income because that's what we constantly are thinking to ourselves of, well, the finances and the money that I'm getting has to be strictly from me and my own work, which yeah, it does. But I love that you brought up that money is showing us how much it wants to be with us in just various multiple ways, whether it's in gifts or people loaning money or sharing money or just giving money, you know, family members, friends, um, significant others and things like that. So do you want to just keep building upon what you were talking about with that? I loved it. Yes. So we, again, are so conditioned to think in such scarcity mindset when it comes to how things of how abundance shows up in our life Mm -hmm. and we 
thing that it can only show up in one way Mm -hmm. but what is abundance abundance is limitless abundance has so much potential Mm -hmm. abundance is abundance and I feel like what is so fun is start just thinking about ways that money can come to you through your physical work Mm -hmm. you know all the different ways and how money comes to you without you having to work with you simply for existing list it all down you know like it can come through random checks it could come through loans being approved because not everyone gets approved from loans Mm -hmm. it can come through assistance government family friends it can come through you know maybe you have a settlement Mm -hmm. you win the lottery Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) who knows you have money come through you to sales, discounts, free things, money that you didn't have to spend mm-hmm. or even things that you didn't have to pay full price of mm-hmm. is abundance manifested. And we're like, we're just so conditioned to be like, it needs to come this way. Mm-hmm. And we are not appreciating and grateful when it comes in any other way. Mm-hmm. And what if money and abundance wealth all of this wants to come in like the most mind-blowing way but then you're so stuck and you're closed off to how it comes Mm -hmm. that it that you be you close yourself off to it Mm -hmm. you know and our job in the manifestation process is to focus on the what Like, Mm -hmm. what do we desire Mm -hmm. and why do we desire? And also taking aligned action, acting as if we're already that version of ourselves that has received it. Mm -hmm. And that also comes with releasing and processing all of these negative beliefs. I would... I don't even like saying the word negative because beliefs and feelings are just their indicators of the programs that have been in our mind. Becoming aware of these stories, because that's literally what it is. Beliefs are stories that we tell ourselves over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. for years and years until we're like, that is proof. And our mind is a super computer a super you know detective where it's like well you're telling me that money is evil i will find all the evidence in the world that money is evil i money makes you an evil person i will find you all the evidence in the world that 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 backs that up you only have to work hard and sacrifice and money means stressing and anxiety i will i will prove that to you Mm-hmm. but what if you had the belief before I go there who would you be if you didn't have those beliefs mm-hmm. if you didn't feel constant stress and honestly traumatized mm-hmm. when it comes to money how would you show up in the world who does it truly benefit really 
when you have this type of relationship with money. Mm-hmm. Because humans, we have this funny way of thinking that if I shame myself, mm-hmm. if I guilt myself, if I make myself operate in fear like enough, I will I will love myself that way. I will like push myself to love. I will push myself to abundance. If I focus on scarcity, mm-hmm. for some reason, it's going to change into having an abundance mindset and a relationship with money that I feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not helping us. It's not benefiting us. Mm-hmm. So ask yourself, who would you really be what would you do how would you show up how would you see the world how would you feel with yourself Mm -hmm. if you didn't if you no longer believe this and instead you believe that money can come through love money can come through ease money can come through when you're enjoying yourself when you are tapping into creativity when you're receiving support money can come through different forms that you can't even imagine Mm -hmm. like I had the other times like I'd have mind-blowing things where I get free haircuts Mm -hmm. or free car washes or just different things Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's so important too because that little, those little steps of finding gratitude in whatever way money shows up for you, I think is so crucial to realize. And I love that you brought that up because like we said, we were conditioned to think, oh, the only financial stability or money opportunities will come from the money that I take in. And -hmm. it's like, no, when you take those little steps, like in anything with mindset, everyone's like, oh, show gratitude for like the little things in life. Do that with money. Like you said, when you get a free haircut, because you were like the hundred and first person to walk through the door that day, be like, oh, like take a step back and pause and be like, wow, you know, like universe, thank you for this finance opportunity that I'm able to get a free haircut or, you know, you're just walking around in the mall and you just look and one of your favorite stores has a 50% off sale that day on everything mm-hmm. in the store. I mean, even if I'm like, hmm, I wasn't expecting that, but you know, let me take a peek. Maybe there's something in there that I want to buy and it's for 50% off. And, and you happen to be there that just, day. What are the yeah, odds? Yeah. What are the odds? And be like, <laughs> wow, you know, like, thank you for showing me like this financial, you know, opportunity. Or, you know, like when family members, you know, give you, you know, a 20 bucks in a card for like, and you weren't expecting them to do that. Like, mm-hmm. for example, uh, you know, Valentine's Day was a couple of weeks ago, but I went upstate to visit uh, my boyfriend's family. And so his mom was so sweet. She gave me $20 in a card for Valentine's Day along with chocolates and stuff like that. But that was so sweet. And that was a moment of, I wasn't asking for $20 and it just appeared for the 20 and I used the $20 to go get a pedicure the other day like that. So I used that energy of abundance of getting that money and using it towards, you know, something that I enjoy, or, you know, when you sign up for something for a membership and you get like that 20% off discount, Mm -hmm. use it. Don't be like, no, I don't feel like signing up for it. Sign up for it and get that 20% off. Why not? It's 
So when you take that time to show gratitude for getting that financial opportunity when you were not expecting it in different ways, you slowly start to open up your mind to all the other experiences that money can provide to you other than just your income. You know, and even for example, you know, being online, there's people that email me all the time. Well, I won't say all the time. Like, let me just get off the high horse, but people (laughs) email me for brand deals. Hey, do you want to test out? We'll send you some products for free. See if you like them. And if you do, we can create a brand deal. And, you know, I always see if the brand is going to, is it aligned with, you know, my podcast and things like that. And, you know, I always take it into consideration, but that's also a money opportunity, a brand deals that I, you know, wasn't expecting. They're emailing me. And if it feels right, then go for it. So we need to stop, like you said, being in the scarcity mindset of money is, you know, fleet. There's not enough to go around and you can only get it from this, you know, tunnel where when you stop and you take a look back and be like, Hey, money is here for everyone. Mm-hmm. And there's enough trust. <laughs> there's enough to go around. Yes. You have to just put yourself in a mindset of how can I find money or finance opportunities today? If you're kind of wanting to work on your financial struggles and rebuilding your trust with money on an everyday basis, as you're doing your daily thing, Keep an eye out for money opportunities that you would, you know, look for, you know, look over otherwise. Like, for example, I sometimes I get Starbucks on the way to work. And, you know, if you keep up all those reward points, mm-hmm. you can use enough reward points. And then all of a sudden today, oh, look, you got a free coffee. Like, that's a financial yes. opportunity that we that's have. That's a free coffee. That's what, like seven bucks or something? <laughs> yeah. Seven Starbucks, bucks. There's, there's seven bucks. <laughs> so it's great that you brought that into the space of saying that your if you want to take a step into shifting your mindset around money and taking the evil and nastiness away from it and shifting into kindness love abundance that's going to change the game for people and Mm -hmm. if enough people start to do that hopefully down the road that more and more of us shift into that money abundance you know type of we are we're right we're good I was talking to my esthetician the other day and we are in a time right now where so many women, women of color are definitely in a time frame where we are becoming empowered Mm -hmm. with money. And Mm -hmm. this is proof right here because we cannot be in each other's vortex openly talking about this. And I know that a lot of people who are listening to this you can feel the energy, mm-hmm. you can feel the vibrancy here, and how there's so much truth to this, how it changes the trajectory of our lives, and what's possible, and what how we operate, mm-hmm. when we heal this part of ourselves, and one thing I do want to share with the community mm-hmm. is Taking it from the 5G to the physical form, start abundance logging. Mm-hmm. Try it for three days or even a week. I've done this for a whole year, mm-hmm. but I'm I'd be like intense like that. Yeah. <laughs> so abundance logging is when exactly what we were talking about, you log and it could be in your notes pad mm-hmm. and on your phone and write down every time like something happens where you find money or there's a discount or someone gave you a gift 
or whatever um your girlfriend boyfriend had just bought like some groceries that you didn't have to pay for or something like that write it all down for a week mm-hmm. and then if you feel safe enough write down what you think the amount of it was and then you're gonna start realizing holy damn mm-hmm. when it comes to me like last year I did that for a whole year mm-hmm. and I realized I received over $200,000 simply for existing that I didn't have to work for. Uh And we don't even realize how much of this comes into us because we're like, it only needs to come this way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's like, what if it can come so many different ways? Mm -hmm. And then you start expanding and expanding and there is like money abundance to me is 95% alignment and energetics and your mindset and your relationship and 5% the strategy like mm-hmm. 5% of like actually like what's the investment that you want to do and things like that yeah. that's why this is what I teach my clients because mm-hmm. When you get your foundation down with your energetics, with your relationship, mm-hmm. everything else, like you're gonna know what's gonna what is for you and what's not for you. Mm-hmm. But back to abundance logging, try it for a week. Hell, try it for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. You're gonna start seeing how so much comes to you. Even like for example, with courses that I've had, where um, I've had thousand dollar discounts or or five thousand dollar like discounts on the courses I write that down I didn't have to pay for that Mm -hmm. you know those things count as abundance manifested and we're out here like okay I'm gonna need another kind of sign Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) like we're always looking for like this huge big moment sign and we're like no, the actually the universe works in very small, simple signs. It's not always like in your face all the time. It accumulates. And then we're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it accumulates to so much. Mm-hmm. The small moments are the big moments. Yeah. And I love that you brought up too that when you want to manifest this type of mindset, everyone's a lot of people with manifesting, they always have the right that I want. And it's like, no, it's not what you want. It's what you are. And you have to start acting like you have a money abundance mindset. So like you said, showing gratitude towards the money opportunities that you weren't expecting, that's you stepping into that mindset that you want to make. And you have to start acting like the person that you want to become, because if you just want, 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 and you're not changing who you are, you're Mm going to stay exactly the same. And I always say to the audience all the time, the universe is a mirror. So when you start acting like the person that you want to be, whatever it's money, mindsets, whatever that it is, it's going to start showing you how you're acting. And so taking a moment to abundance log, which I'm going to, honestly, I love that. I'm going to start doing that because I think that's such an, that's a quick and easy, simple Mm -hmm. strategy just to get your foot in the door of such a big realm that we're not even, you know, aware of. And I I love that. Make it fun. Yeah. I'm like, I'm ready for, I'm like, you know what, let me actually just go back to this weekend. What are, what are the different financial opportunities that I wasn't even paying, you know, attention to? 
So Jovi, thank you so much for coming on. This was, I'm like, I love this conversation because it was something I also myself wanted to learn as well, because I've, I had that negative stigma surrounding finances and money, and I wanted to step out of it. So once I saw like your content, I was like, please come on, because I think the conversation that, you know, we're going to have in that now that we have had is going to be so impactful and so wonderful for everyone who is listening. So if people want to find you, follow you, all those wonderful things, where can they do that? You can find me and connect with me at the vulnerability babe on Instagram. And I also have a podcast, which I've taken a long hiatus and I'm Mm -hmm. thinking of getting back, but there are episodes in there. Mm -hmm. And it's also called the vulnerability babe podcast. And also if anybody feels called and aligned to work with me, I do have my one-on-one coaching program, which is Empowered Money Babe. It is a 12-week private coaching program. And Ali has the application on the show notes, and you can also find that as well on my Instagram. And ladies, loves, you are so worthy. You are so worthy. Again, receive this. You are so worthy. Money doesn't make you worthy. Other people's validation doesn't make you worthy. You are worthy simply because you exist. Mm -hmm. I really want you to receive that. Embody that because that's where it starts. And that's where it just continues to grow. Thank you so much for that beautiful. What a way to close it. That was such a beautiful message to share. And Jovi, again, thank you so much for joining us today. It was an amazing, such impactful and energetically filled conversation. And everything that you said, I'm going to link everything, your Instagram, your coaching services, your podcast. I'm going to link that on the show notes. And thank you again for joining us today. Thank you. Growth Mindset Gang, I have an amazing offer to share with you. I have recently created a mindset coaching program. Now, if you're listening and you struggle with imposter syndrome, people pleasing, overthinking, needing external validation, low self-esteem, indecisiveness, perfectionism, fear of failure, or lack of confidence, this coaching program can be aligned and serve you. With this coaching program, you would sign up with me for three months to receive one-on-one coaching via Zoom. We would meet either weekly or bi-weekly for 45 minutes to about an hour and really get clear on your mindset journey and what's the woman or who's the woman you want to become. Along with the weekly or bi-weekly Zoom calls with me, you would have a daily accountability messaging with me via Slack. So I do my daily check-ins with you and see how you're doing with your progress in between our sessions. You will also have access to the resource library that I will create where I will give you journal prompts. I will give you weekly self-reflection templates. I'll give you even book recommendations or we do a little mini book club together with a self-development book. Also, I'm going to be creating a Facebook group to also grow a community in this mindset coaching program. And if this feels aligned with you, you can also receive a huge investment discount if you are the first three to sign up with the three-month coaching program. 
if you are interested in this coaching program, you feel aligned, or you just want to talk to me and test it out and see if it works for you, you can click the link in my show notes to fill out a Google form to share with me what you want to work on and who's the woman that you want to become. How do you want to grow your mindset and fulfill and improve your mindset journey? And I will contact you. We hop on a discovery call for an hour and we talk about what are you struggling with right now? right? Where do you want to see yourself in three months? And I create a unique program just for you. And I'm here to be your coach, your supporter, and help you in your journey. So if this sounds amazing with you, or you just want to see and test it out, fill out that form. And when you fill it out, I'll contact you right away and help create a wonderful program to create your most authentic self. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Jovi. Me and her just totally had such an amazing experience having a conversation. And I feel so much better about taking back control of my finances and my money mindset. And I hope you guys do too. I absolutely love when she talked about abundance journaling. So make sure, start doing that. Take a look at all the wonderful money opportunities that go beyond just your income alone and get comfortable with claiming your power around money and your finances. And if you loved our conversation as much as I have, give Jovi some love. Um, follow her on Instagram. Um, she puts out so much amazing content and so useful and helpful. She also added um, a manifestation workbook that's also linked in the show notes as she told me after we had our interview. So check out that if you're into um, discovering more about manifestation and money through the help of Jovi. And if she resonated with you, go check out her money mindset coaching program it's 12 weeks one-on-one i felt like i just had (laughs) like a low-key money mindset coaching session with her and she's just such an amazing light and just a beautiful soul so give jovi some love everything like i said is linked in the show notes if you enjoyed this episode share it with a friend who needs it Um, share it on your story tag jovi and i in it and Make sure to follow me on Spotify, rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. And remember, grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.